Malaysians, you are now tuning in to Sub Influencers. I'm Rachel. And I'm Jean. And we are from Nafnang Malaysia. Malaysia. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Sub Influencers. Here we will have a heart to heart conversation with various influencers where you will get to learn more about their world, their passion, and purpose through the things they do. Yep, that's right. And before we begin, Rachel, mm-hmm. I just want to ask you like a very simple question Do you normally keep up with like beauty pageant competitions? When it comes to beauty pageant, mm-hmm. mm, I do keep up a little from time to time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are a lot of misconceptions and bad likes in the beauty pageants, right? Yeah. Hence, I personally, I'm more curious on what goes behind the scene. Right, me too. And if you guys are curious about this too, you're going to love this episode. Our guest that's joining us today is a multi-talented person who is capable of so many things, such as... Whew, Rachel, I'm going to wrap this out. Okay. okay. Are, are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's bring it on. Here we go. She's an MC. Yeah. TV host, actress. What's happening? Radio announcer, yeah. dancer. Whoa. And singer. Yeah. And also the first runner of yeah. Miss Universe Malaysia okay. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe we should um, stop here. Okay. But good try. Good try. But Rachel, Maybe. you can try and rap too if you want. Um... I was never a good <laughs> So, and most importantly, and recently, she's also the winner and the crown queen of Miss World Malaysia 2019. Woo-hoo. This beauty and reigning queen is none other than Alexis Sue. Welcome, welcome to our Thank you. Thank you so much. How are all of you? We're doing great. <sighs> yes. Yep. yes. Tired. Tired, yes. <laughs> yeah, but come but on, yeah. we're always tired. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have fun today. Yes, yeah. I'm feeling it. Yeah. So Alexis, we know that, you know, the first beauty pageant that you have previously joined was Miss Universe Malaysia 2018, right? Mm -hmm. But actually, I'm curious, what made you decide to compete for the second time, but this time for Miss World Malaysia 2019? Uh, I think for me, I've always wanted to do Miss World, Mm. right? I've always Mm. wanted to compete at Miss World because... You know, growing up, Mm-mm. even when it's your parents' time or your grandparents' mm. uh, era, Miss World was always the in thing, yeah, right? Yes. So you actually practically grow up with Miss World and not like, for example, Miss Earth or whatever, not, yeah. right? So for me, my family has always been very into what Miss World stands for, which Aww. is beauty with a purpose, right? Ooh. So the, they've always really tuned into that. Mm. Um, so ever since I was 16, 17, I already decided that, okay, one day I'm going to join Miss World. But at that point, there were a lot more complications when it came to um, participating in Miss World Malaysia oh, uh, okay. with the whole franchise holder and stuff like that. So there were a lot mm-hmm. of like drama, drama happening. Oh. Uh, and my mom didn't really want me to join mm. when there were a lot of like political factors involved. Mm. So that's what I did. I, I didn't go and participate in it. Um, and then one day... Uh, Miss Universe Malaysia approached me and oh, was like, wow. hey, yeah. They were like, uh, hey, uh, do you want to audition for Miss Universe Malaysia? Wow. And I was like, mm. I don't really know about what Miss Universe stands mm. for, right? But you know what? I'm just going to give it a try. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, I made it to top 18 and I was like, uh, what are the odds of me winning? Right? Mm. But I, I worked hard at the end and I got first runner up. Mm-mm. And I was very, bit- not bitter, but I was mm-hmm. very upset because obviously growing up 
uh, your parents will always tell you oh hard work always pays mm. off yeah. Yeah. and unfortunately that wasn't the case for me so mm. I, I, I didn't know the reality of what or how beauty mm-hmm. pageants worked yeah. um, so then I decided to drop beauty pageants once and for all I was like you know mm. what I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. All I'm going to do is just focus on being a content creator, mm-hmm. going into acting, going to hosting oh. more, mm-hmm. you know, because prior mm-hmm. to beauty pageants, I was already doing hosting. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. I was a host by profession already. So mm-hmm. I, I told myself, you know what, I'm just going to go back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a year, my mom and I were talking about it. And I said, you know, I'm still not satisfied <laughs> with the whole like me not being able to, because essentially for me, mm-hmm. Um, going into a beauty pageant has nothing to do with winning money, winning the cash prize or winning the crown or mm-hmm. winning the title. It has mm-hmm. more to do with um, being able to represent your entire nation, you know, mm-hmm. your people, yes. being the voice. Yeah. You're one voice yeah. for 33 million people, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So essentially, that's, what, that's why I wanted to join beauty pageants. So then I told my mom, should I risk it again? Because obviously you need to go through the entire process mm, again. Yes. You need to fight for it again. Yeah. It's not like a like a definite win. True. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, if you've always wanted to do Miss World and you never got a chance to do it, mm-hmm. and you're about to be old, <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well just try it now. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I think that's what I did. I didn't expect. Obviously, going in, I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm in it to win it. But I mm, also yes. told myself... Um, you know, if I don't, that's okay. Mm. Because mm. for as long as I did my best, that's fine. And yeah. at least you try it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think the, the most important thing for everyone is to, if you have a passion for it, you really need to go for it. You know, mm-hmm. this fear yeah. cannot be the main consequence of what you yeah. we, you, you should achieve or mm. you will achieve, you yeah. know. So I did it and I won! <laughs> yeah. So essentially, that is why I, I joined Miss World Malaysia. Essentially, mm-hmm. I... I I resonate with the cause, beauty mm. with a purpose a lot Mm-mm. because my mom used to work in a charity foundation ever since oh. I was 12 years old. So mm. I've already grown up in a society or in a family that uh, knows the value of giving back to society. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I, I guess that's why I'm so passionate about Miss Wo and I've always ha- have been. Yeah. Wow, oh my mm. God. What a sweet <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's why. Why do you think beauty pageant exists in the first place? Like, is it just for girls to proclaim their beauty or is it there's something more to that? Um, I think in the beginning, in the early eras, I would say that beauty pageants were all about looking pretty, mm. being the best of the best, looking like, uh, I don't know, a God-sent angel <laughs> um, in comparison to an average person. Mm-hmm. You know, that essentially beauty pageants are about beauty explaining about how beautiful you are Mm. right but you know times have evolved and times have really changed over the past few years and i think that beauty pageants have evolved according to how we perceived it to be Mm -mm. um and because we're women are so much more stronger Mm -hmm. and so much our voices are so much more powerful now Mm, that we're able to change the perception of it Mm. Uh, so i do think that yes in the beginning it was about very superficial um, beauty standards and very superficial ideas mm. but I do think that right now uh, in the past few years it really has been about um, being a, a, how do you say it? an advocate mm. 
mm-hmm. for the world. Like if you win Miss World or mm-hmm. Miss Universe, you're not going to be someone that's just going to stand there and wave your hands <laughs> so that everybody can bow down to you. Yeah. It's nothing like that. You know, it's more of like being a person or being uh, an advocate that really goes down to the dirt and help the community. So mm-hmm. it has nothing to do about being glamorous anymore. Mm. It's everything to do with picking a winner that Mm-mm. can do the work and can actually inspire other young girls mm. to be the woman that they aspire to be. Yeah, I'm glad actually that times have changed. You know, besides that, I feel like beauty queens um, sometimes don't really get the respect and recognition they deserve because like, I'm pretty sure it takes a whole lot of effort behind the scenes to prepare for the competition, you know, not just the outlook, but more like um, their speech or, of course, their purpose. Mm -hmm. And like, so in your opinion, right, what should a person prepare before joining a beauty pageant? And like, what is the whole overall process like? (laughs) The whole overall process is actually, I would not lie, it's very, very difficult. Spill the tea. (laughs) (laughs) The tea. You're ready? But I have water here, how? <laughs> not tea, but anyways, yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. You know, it is a very, very tough process. Um, mm. if you're very into pageant Mm-mm. or like beauty pageant queens, mm-hmm. you would know that it's a completely different world. You know, it's it's not the stereotypical mindset of like, oh yes, I'm beautiful. I have a 32, 24, 35 mm. stat. Mm-mm. I go on stage, I do a catwalk and I wave in front. That's how I win. <laughs> There's nothing to do with that anymore. Mm-mm. You know, so uh, the process of it is very difficult. You need a team, a very strong team of your mm-hmm. own that, Mm-mm. you know, uh, that incorporates hair and makeup artists, um, speech, mm. Q&A, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, catwalk, uh, whoever that's helping you with your advocacy or your project, oh. whoever that can train you how to present yourself, um, oh, wow. wardrobe stylist, you know, that kind of wow. thing. So it's, it's an all-rounded thing. And especially for Miss World, we don't really look at um, seeing a girl for her physical appearance anymore mm. because mm. we have so many different... We, we segregate our... Um, our competition mm. into different little uh, how do you say this segments segments yeah, yeah segments or competitions mm-hmm. right so we have talent we have sports mm. um, beauty with a purpose which is our project mm-hmm. we have hit to hit challenge which is communication so Ooh. all all mm. these little segments add up to your total score and it's not about how beautiful or how tall you are anymore mm. because mm-hmm. they honestly don't really care Ooh. like yeah I always thought you have to be really tall. Yeah. No. So, fun fact. Uh-huh. Actually, a lot of people know this. But um, the year that I joined, uh, last year, Mm-mm. our winner, Jamaica, Tony Ensing, she's only 5 feet 5. Oh. Yeah. She's only 5 feet 5, which is actually not supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Like, people would be like, eh, how can you be a beauty queen Mm-mm. when you're not tall and you don't mm. look like a model? Yeah. But yeah, like I said, times have changed. You know, there's no more plus size, this plus size, that everybody is equal. Wow. You know, it's a very equal um, um, standard competition now. And I think Mm-mm. it is growing because of all these changes in, in, in experiencing the whole women empowerment. Mm. I, I yeah. empower you, yeah. you empower me thing as women. Yeah, mm. It's like, like winning an election. You need yeah. a team. Give the speech. But you, yeah, but then you know, right? Okay, like I when I watch movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> I always assume like when the girls just enter the pageant, then 
the the whole team would be prepared for her or like you have to outsource yourself um well it's very uh i think when you compete for the national title mm-hmm. you most probably need your own team Ooh. But once you go to the international level, like Miss Universe Malaysia, mm-hmm. they will have a designated team for you to Ooh. to prepare you and stuff like that. Cool. So for me, I'm a bit, I'm a bit like, <laughs> I'm a bit tricky. I like to mm-hmm. work with people who can really work well, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. whoever that I I plucked, <laughs> for, in, put into my team, mm-hmm. is all like for me people that I can work with that I know has the same vision as I do, mm, yeah. right? So it was it's very awesome. easy to work with all these people because I was blessed with uh, mm. an amazing catwalk mm. coach, you wow. know, like people who did wardrobe for me and stuff like that, yeah. friends who were willing to help out. Mm. Um, I think it's very yeah. important also to have like a team that uh, understands you. Yeah. Share and the same vision. Yeah, and Correct. work together to, to make dreams happen. Correct, yeah. Correct. Yeah, you definitely need a team. So I always tell aspiring beauty queens, you, I mean... You can go in alone mm-hmm. as a solo person mm-hmm. if you have trained for a long time. Oh. Like if you know what you mm. want and you know how it's going to work, then it's okay. But it's going to be so difficult yeah. though. It's difficult, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is what it is, you know. Mm. Essentially, even if you don't have a team, I think you do need to be very... Um, you need to be a visionary, right? You need to know mm-hmm. what works for what kind of uh, outfits work for your body. Yeah, you know, wow. if you're not uh, like not as tall as me, mm. you know, the kind of thing. Mm-mm. Then, let's say for me, right, I'm only like less than five feet eight, so that's one still tall. It's still tall, eh? <laughs> relatively <laughs> tall, but not tall in pageant. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought one seven zero seems like quite tall. No, already. I'm like average there or like below average. When oh I went to Miss World, um, my my good friends Australia, Nigeria, mm-hmm. they were all like six feet three. <gasps> wow! So you oh, can so imagine, tall. yeah. Oh my you God, can if, if they wear heels, it's yeah. like oh yeah. Up. Whoa! <laughs> so you would see me on stage. Look, actually, I'm not that short, you know. <laughs> but then because I'm with really uh-huh. tall people, I look uh-huh. like a I look like a dim sum, you know. Oh God, <laughs> you know, like dim oh, sum. So they're like yeah. small and like they're they're fat. And they're so cute, you know, like they're Girl, so you're, you're not fat, please. You're not fat, yes. No, not, not fat in that way, but like cute, you know? That, that kind of like compact. Oh. Yeah, so whenever I wore like, because I, I competed in London, right? Mm-mm. So I had to wear coats because it was winter time. Oh. So you can see me in like my pink coat. And here I am looking like a pow. <laughs> and, so then you, yeah, oh and then you see like Miss Trinidad and Tobago like doing this. Ooh. And like she's waving and she looks like a complete model because she's so tall. And Mm-mm. like, you see me in pictures being like... And <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. Actually. Yeah, yeah. So actually I'm not that short. Mm-mm. But because I'm competing with tall people... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is relatively <laughs> bad love for me. Yeah. I don't stand out as much. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what exactly would you say like the X factor that you need to win and get like, the title? I think for me, a girl, if I were to crown, you know, like we are going to crown the next Miss World Malaysia mm. next yeah. year, 2021, right? I think mm-hmm. what I am personally looking for is a girl that has the whole je ne sais quoi, right? The whole X factor, and she isn't someone with just a pretty face. Like, I don't want to crown that kind of girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Or a girl that is super pretty, um, super tall, super beauty queen-like, mm-hmm. we call it, but has no um, passion in giving back 
to the Malaysian community or giving mm-hmm. back to her own people. Right. That's essentially not the kind of queen that we're looking for, you know. The queens that we're looking for are the girls that really knows and understands her people, you know, mm-hmm. and is yeah. able to, even before the pageant, have done or is willing to do on-ground work mm. for her people Mm-mm. and not just do yes. it for the pageant, yeah. if you get what yeah, I yes. mean, you know, yeah. not just start when the pageant starts yeah, for them. that's true. You know? yes, true, so true. E- essentially, we want to find a girl that is an all-rounder because Miss Wood is definitely a pageant that looks mm. at how well you are as an all-rounder Mm-mm. and um, how passionate you are in giving back to community. So, yeah. It's like being a real queen, you know, it like when we, yeah. when we watch like movies, mm-hmm. like just the queen, she has to do so many things, like decisions, yeah. you know, manage her country and all the, even when things get messy, mm-hmm. she, she has to like take it all on the shoulders. Yeah, for sure. So this feels like, wow, it's like the real thing, not yeah. just about the look, but about how she manages everything as yeah. well. Yeah, it is a responsibility. Like mm-hmm. I always say, you know, it, representing your country is an honour, mm-hmm. but yes. most importantly, it's a responsibility that you have to uphold. Yeah. You know, you can't Mm-mm. let your guard down when, like, or after you've competed internationally, you know, mm-hmm. because a, a lot of people, what they think is, oh, okay, I go in, I win, Mm-mm. I compete internationally, after that, I can just relax because mm-hmm. I've done my job technically. Mm-mm. But it doesn't work like that, you know, your your communi- your social community work doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. If you're really passionate about something, you will continue to do it. Yes. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. yeah. A Mulan in the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Mulan in the battlefield. <laughs> Representing Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right, besides um, preparing like, like those tangible ways of preparing like, you know, like the makeup artist, fashion stylist, um, what sort of intentions should one have before joining a beauty pageant besides being passionate about the community Mm. i think she has to have the right mindset before entering any pageants right Mm -hmm. so like what i said prior to this um if you're just gonna go into a beauty uh pageant wanting to get or grab a title mm-hmm. just for the sake of being famous mm-hmm. um, or just going in because oh the crown is very nice I just want to be a queen <laughs> no, I, no, you know no. yeah, yeah I want to be recognized as someone that is well known mm-hmm. then I think that's the wrong mindset that you have to to kind of eliminate yeah. you know mm-hmm. the right mindset to go in is to always tell yourself okay I'm going in with a purpose mm. so what is the purpose you know mm-hmm. I really have to think it out if my purpose is very superficial mm-hmm. then I'm not genuine lah, you yeah. know like mm-hmm. it's not genuine enough mm-hmm. so you really need to go in and think about um, how you can continue your legacy even after your reign mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it has nothing to do about because we you know we change queens every year yeah, yeah. so at the end of the day what would your legacy be mm-hmm. what are you going to leave behind mm-hmm. right. if you're just going to be someone that reigns for a year and then goes off the real yeah Yeah. after that Mm. then there's no point what was the point of Mm. even joining in the first place Mm. you know so yeah that's what i would say yeah because i think like you know going through this whole competition it takes up a lot of courage Mm -hmm. a lot of um, what you say really strong mm, mindset because it's tough Mm -hmm. and if i guess if they don't have the strong mindset then they will fall behind and they won't make it through to the end yeah correct i think um 
learning how to segregate your emotions is Ooh, very important. That's very difficult. Correct. Yeah. So learning how to segregate your personal life Mm-mm. and your professional mm-hmm. life, right? And when I say professional, it can be career. It Mm-mm. can be your beauty pageant career. Right. You know, Mm-mm. it can it can be different things at once. It's like a pie chart. You know, mm. you need to be able to balance out everything at once, but also be able to when 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 it's time for work, I don't think about personal things. Mm. You know, so yeah. that's the most important thing that I tell other girls mm. when they want to join beauty pageants. You cannot be, you know, uh, fighting with your boyfriend yeah. or you know, like had a rough day in school at yeah. work yeah. and then come come to practice or go go on stage and you be like. Sour yeah, face. That's true. Yeah, you know? True, true. And then when people ask you what's wrong, you're like, no, I just had a really bad day. Because for me, mm. whatever you have done in your personal time mm. has nothing to do with other people. So don't take yes. it out on other people. So I think it's very important to segregate your emotions and segregate your priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's true. I yeah. think I find that, uh, I like personally, I think that's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Because even I. I'm like I'm not even joining a beauty pageant, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's not easy to like segregate emotions from work. Mm. Yes, yeah. yes. Because if something big affects you, it's gonna affect you definitely a lot. Yeah. So I think that if the beauty queens out there can really master this, mm. it's wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I it, cannot. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't just have to be beauty queens. It can be you know like mm. any regular person mm-hmm. like us. Yeah. You know, at work, if mm. let's say. For example, your dog passed away today, like this mm-hmm. morning. Obviously, you you will be affected, yeah. yes. you know. But I've learned that f- through working through the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and hosting and stuff like that, there were times where I had a really bad day, but mm-hmm. I still had to MC at night. Oh. So how do you do that, you know? How do you put yeah. yourself in a situation where you can tell yourself, okay, whatever has happened, mm-hmm. I will deal with it later. Mm-hmm. Right now, my mindset and my entire brain uh. is only filled with whatever I need to do for work. And it's very difficult, you know, yeah. it is. Yes, yes. It's very difficult for everyone. But I think that's where um, the power of your mind comes in, yeah. you know, yeah. and you being able to do that for yourself. Because the most powerful tool is your mind. That's true. true. Yeah. That's so true. everyone can do it. It's just how well you do it. Yeah. Mm. I think it'll take a lot of practice as well. Yeah, it, it, it takes is. a lot yeah. of practice. It's a lot of self-reflection. It's a lot of... Um, self-realization mm. before you can come to terms with yourself mm. and know how to you know be professional about yeah. work yeah so you know um you being the crown queen of uh, miss world malaysia 2019 right mm. and you know earlier you also say that you have a lot of followers you know you have people following you and you're constantly in the limelight so in that sense you also get different types of attention right do you experience any sort of uh, cyber bullying and toxicity from the public oh definitely 100 percent. yeah so i would say during miss world malaysia mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. as much because thankfully I, I was very blessed with people who um the fans who really supported me and stuff mm-hmm. like that so uh essentially they were okay with me winning mm. but during miss world uh, sorry miss universe malaysia back in 2018 yeah. uh, i think because i was a very raw girl mm. and i never got into the whole pageant industry mm-hmm. thing that was yeah. my first pageant mm. never saw myself as that pageant girl right, right. so mm, a lot of people were like ah oh, you know she's chinese but 
she's like so dark you know she's mm. so black because I, I was very tan at that yeah. point uh-uh. or like she's not tall enough or oh my god like yeah her cat walks good but do you think she's an yeah I cannot lie this girl so they will mm. say really hurtful things to to not just me but all the girls yeah and being a, a raw person in a new industry mm. it's very hard to take yeah, it it's in. so harsh yeah mm. but i think what we all learned is to like i said segregate your emotions uh know how to yeah you can read it but know how to let go as well you know mm. it's very difficult because yeah. Yeah. you know you you always have this psychological mindset that mm. oh like crap I actually have people that are not supporting me and like mm-hmm. what if I go there to the international stage mm-hmm. and I don't do well and especially and especially you were so young then when yeah, you first started 22 mm-hmm. yeah so young. I was 22 then um so Miss Universe Malaysia really did did take a big toll on me la. Mm-hmm. I was very I was in a very very dark hole for a long time mm-hmm. yeah so it wasn't just me I think a lot of girls went through a lot of anxiety because of the hate yeah. we were getting and it's not just like they don't say mean things like oh uh yeah i think you're you're fat so you need to do this and everything it's Ooh. nothing to do with that you know it's more of like no constructive criticisms mm. at all mm. it's more of like you look you look like a cow oh my god you oh, know that oh kind of god. thing that, that's really why helpful. are people so mean i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so things like that you really no matter what you do, even if it's not a beauty pageant mm. or whatever, mm. uh, no matter what you do, if you're in the entertainment industry, I think essentially you're about to get all get these, all these yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. So mm. your advice for the people that are facing this would be to segregate your feelings and to learn how to let go. Yeah, like take... Um, I would say to aspiring beauty queens, mm. whatever constructive criticisms people give you, take it. Mm. right Mm-mm. constructive criticism is always good yes and 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 don't be the kind of girl that would say hey i i'm always right i know mm. what i'm doing yeah whatever you are saying whatever the fans are saying i don't care because it's not you that's competing mm. you shouldn't be able to do that you know right. you should be able to be open very open with constructive criticisms but i also on the other hand do think that if it's not constructive mm. i do think that uh, girls should learn how to take it with a pinch of salt mm. one in ear uh, one ear in one, one ear, ear out yeah. okay. you know that kind of thing and it's very hard to do mm. but mm. Um, over time you will learn you know the more you do this the more you will learn and the more you'll be thick headed you yeah. know uh, quote mm-hmm. unquote I think mentality has to be really strong also. Mm-hmm. you yeah. have to not be so emotional yeah. I would say yeah yeah, yeah. But come to think of it, whether the person actually actually get used to it or actually learn how to let go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Like yeah. You the might just get used to it instead of just letting it go and mm. just boiling up on yourself. Yeah. The process is difficult, right? So I always mm. say that um, when you go through this phase, mm. you're like a car on a highway, right? Mm. You don't do U-turns you go straight and you go straight until you reach your destination. That's what I always say, you know, um, because once you do that U-turn, you'll never know how far you were from your destination oh, yeah. and your goal. True, true. Yeah. So I always use that as my motivation to do something. If I want to give up, if I feel like giving up, I'll just tell myself, you know, maybe if I gave up, mm. I wouldn't know that I would be like 90% 
Yeah, maybe there. you were almost there. Maybe and you just took the almost there, one yeah. step. Correct. Yeah. You yeah. never know. And there's always room for more knowledge mm-hmm. and more improvements. You know, you will never run out of um, uh, things to learn mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. So yeah. Stay thirsty. Stay thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Stay hungry. <laughs> Stay hungry. I'm always hungry though. <laughs> okay. okay, just curious. What about internally within your uh, beauty pageant community? Do you get this kind of attacks or negative? Do you like get these negative encounters as well? With the fans or with uh, the No, uh, like contestants or maybe... Judges, I'm not quite sure. Mm. Uh, well, so far my my pageant throughout my pageant career, Mm-mm. I have been quite blessed to have known girls who were very highly competitive, Mm-mm. but in a very good way as well. Oh. Yeah, so I would say that um, against girls, against other contestants, mm. I've not really had a problem. Um, against judges also no not mm. not at all but mm. I, I would say that it's more of the whole like public's perception of you mm. oh. yeah so yeah. over time I think the the most important thing for me like I said just mm-hmm. now uh, was for me to learn how to segregate constructive criticisms and criticisms that mm-hmm. doesn't do me any good yeah. at all mm-hmm I mean, beauty pageant is still a beauty pageant. So is there like any basic requirements on your like physical body and the look before you can get shortlisted per se? Um, I would say that yes, physical appearance does still play a big part because it is a beauty mm. pageant yeah. after all, right? right? So physical appearance still do play a big part. Mm. However, um, I don't think it's, on the one mm-hmm. and only thing mm-hmm. that people or the judges see, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think that you need to be a certain height or a certain weight or mm-hmm. a certain look to join anymore. It, it, yes, you still, I think still, they, the judges mm-hmm. still look at physical appearance the first time round, like when you audition. Mm-hmm. But other than that, if you are very beautiful, Mm. Um, and you have the perfect body the perfect height the perfect face Mm. but you Mm. cannot communicate with other people well you still won't win Mm. you know that's the reality of it you need to be able because if you can't speak Mm -mm. to the judge face to face Mm -hmm. one on one how are you going to speak as the voice of 33 million people on the international stage you know so I I would say that beauty uh, the beauty standards have changed and have mm. evolved, right? Mm-hmm. But physical appearance still do play a little bit in mm-hmm. it to be very real with you. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that there should be more different types of uh, beauty pageants? Like maybe like beauty pageants that is really for like the plus size girls mm. and maybe like um, they can increase the age limit because if I'm not mistaken, it's from 18 to 27 right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally would say that I would disagree with creating a pageant just solely for plus-size women mm-hmm. because then you're only you're disregarding them as being a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. You know? Why mm-hmm. are we segregating like let's say mm-hmm. transgenders, transgendered women mm-hmm. and plus-size women into their own pageant? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm-mm. That's not what we stand for, you know. If we're empowering women, we need to empower every little aspect of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I okay. don't. I, I would have to disagree with creating a brand new pageant to to segregate people according to what they physically look like. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I think. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah in a way, like not categorizing women uh, in different categories, but as a whole, like yeah. they're all women. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, so like does that mean trans- uh, transgender women and plus size women can join beauty pageants yeah I mean uh, like Miss Universe right they've mm-hmm. already had a transgendered oh. uh, woman oh. Spain really? right in 2018 wow uh, Angela Ponce so oh, she Miss cool. Spain she mm-hmm. is a uh, transgendered woman oh. um, and then we also had quote unquote plus size mm-hmm. uh, um, Miss Canada back in 20, 2016 20, yeah 2016 is it I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken 2015 or 2016 yeah so mm-hmm. Miss Canada was considered plus size but she got into the top 10 anyways Ooh. it doesn't really matter like I said you know the what Miss Universe stands for their motto is confidently mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. so you are beautiful when you're most confident Oh, right. that's a good one. That's a really yeah. good, that's one. A good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And like Miss World, beauty with a purpose. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. Mm-hmm. For as long as you have a purpose mm-hmm. in life and you know what your purpose is, mm-hmm. you know why you're joining it, mm-hmm. you know why you want to use this platform and mm-hmm. how you want to use this platform, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Sorry, like yeah. the, 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 the transgender part really surprised me because oh, like, I, I, I never, oh, you didn't I know. never I didn't would have know. thought. Mm, mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So you're right. Like the whole industry is really evolving, man. Yeah, really evolving. It is. Yeah. And I'm very happy really, really it is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, there's no more, you know, like when you see lingerie brands and everything mm-hmm. now, they don't, they don't categorize one section for plus size women mm-hmm. anymore. It's yeah. more of like, no. Mm. This um this style comes in S M L XL S blah, 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 yeah, you yeah. know etc etc yeah. you know it has nothing to do with segregating um, the style only the for styles. Mm. yeah correct yes. yeah so I think that's amazing mm. Mm. so is there any difference of influential power between beauty queens from other countries and local beauty queens <laughs> yes a lot oh, okay. <laughs> a lot um I do think that we are not as uh, I don't think that beauty pageants is looked um, highly upon here mm. in Malaysia in comparison to countries like Venezuela or the Philippines or mm. Indonesia, upcoming mm. Thailand, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that we have a long way more to go to keep on par uh, with the other let's say, Southeast Asian countries. Mm. But I do think that we are also slowly evolving. Yeah. yeah we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> slowly. slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> but I, I do Slowly think. and steadily. Uh, hopefully. No. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yes. yeah fingers crossed. Mm. Um, would you say like the limited influence of beauty queens in Malaysia is caused by beauty queen themselves or from the big environment? I would say that it's a very societal thing, mm. right? It, it, society plays an aspect in in how big beauty pageants would mm. seem to the country. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, um, the Philippines, why it's so big is because I always 
you know, my Filipino friends will always tell us this. Oh, the reason why beauty pensions so big is because their country banks on the three Bs. Ooh. Boxing, beauty pageants, and basketball. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So mm. those are the things because, you know, majority of the society there, majority mm. of the people mm-hmm. are still living in poverty. Mm-hmm. So I think that beauty pageants is one way to bring light and bring hope to the country. Mm-hmm. And because you're sending so many potential girls overseas, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's a way of kind of, you know, it's like tourism, yeah. right? Like promoting mm-hmm. tourism. Yeah. You're basically promoting the Philippines uh, by showing how powerful your country is mm-hmm. through this girl. You know, like yeah. I said, you are um, the voice for the country. So mm-hmm. yes. if you send a really strong candidate, mm-hmm. people will be like, wow, Philippines? Yeah. I, I didn't know Philippines would have this. And then, mm-hmm. you know, other countries will start sending their girls mm-hmm for training in the Philippines, you know, things oh. like that. Oh. So it's an all-in-all thing. So I do think that it mostly comes from the society itself. Mm. Yeah. So I guess the local society isn't um, very, very focused on this industry yet. In Malaysia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that Malaysia is focusing... I, I do think that they want to focus on what they may say uh, much more important topics like infrastructure mm, or IT. architecture IT oh, technology yes. um, I don't know maybe politics mm-hmm. maybe you know things like that yeah. things mm-hmm. that could build the country up they don't mm-hmm. see beauty pageants as something that could potentially yeah. build mm-hmm. correct yeah but I do think that we are slowly evolving like yeah. especially East Malaysia mm. They are crazy about pageants, mm. right? So mm-hmm. in that sense, I do think that East Malaysia is somewhat like the Philippines or Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that coming from KL, mm. um, I think most majority of the, the people here just really want to focus on either work. Yeah. yeah. Things like, you know, True. more important things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So who are the beauty queens that you look up to locally and internationally? I always say this, but Mm-mm. I love Pia Words back. Mm. Um, that's internationally, right? Mm-mm. She was Miss Universe 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love Ashwara Rai. Mm-hmm. Ashwara Rai, uh, she also won Miss World back in the 90, early 1994, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I love these two is because, like I said just now, they mm-hmm. are not beauty queens who do their reign, who mm-hmm. complete their reign and just become actresses mm-hmm. after that day and, and not give a hoot about anything yeah. that they've yeah. done in the past, yeah. you know? These women are women that have continued their legacy according to um, how they've grown mm-hmm. their, their foundations, mm-hmm. you know? They will have their own foundations, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Whatever they have preached, mm-hmm. they still do. It's not mm-hmm. like I preach and then I do and I leave, right? Yeah. Whatever they have done, they are still doing. So I think that's the most important thing to be mm-hmm. a beauty queen, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to have passion in yeah. what you do so I, I definitely look up the, to these two women because they still have passion in, in what they're doing yeah. Mm. yeah yeah it's so respectable and crazy how you know like they they were queens long time ago and yeah. now they're still like queens yeah but in their own way Correct. and like they they still serve the community and give back mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. yeah so it's very 
respectable and I'm like in awe <laughs> yeah like Ashwara Rai you know she won back in the early 1990s mm. and it's been what like 20 20, 20 or more oh, yeah 20 or more yeah. years like mm-hmm. 20 what 20, 1994 so 26 years right mm. since she won and she is still helping out like going down in India right she's still helping out the homeless people she goes to caves and like really go down to the dirt and Mm-mm. still does things like that so that's super commendable for me mm. because people always has this have this perception that beauty queens don't want to be rough yeah. and don't want to do the d- yeah. dirty work and they stuff just want to like look that. pretty yeah all the time. but that's not the case yeah mm. miss universe malaysia uh, miss malaysia in general i would say deborah henry hands down mm. yeah Deborah Henry because she was both Miss World Malaysia and Miss Universe Malaysia. Ooh. She got two titles. Wow. Yeah. She still does her work as well. Fuji lah. So they respect. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Actually I was part of her her Fuji uh, project also because um, she was like collaborating with tailors. Oh. Yeah. So like she brought all the um, kids to our wow. campus and then we get to like teach them mm. IT and like oh how do we do this and that. So it was quite fun. Yeah. Yeah it, was, yeah. it was really great exposure and I get to like meet her from afar. <laughs> yeah, she's super yeah. nice. She's super nice. And you can see that she has a lot of passion for what she yeah. does. You know, her advocacy is still the same as when she joined Miss World. So for me, it's like, wow, you to be able to continue mm-hmm. what you yeah. do is mad respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we end this session, right, I have one last question for you, Alexis. Mm-hmm. What are the things you want to achieve? Through your newly crowned title and status, I wouldn't say newly crowned because it's almost been a year since I crowned. It's not a year yet. Still almost, new. Almost not a year. New. Um, October. October <laughs> six is one year. Almost mm. one year. Um, what do I aspire to achieve? Mm. Is it? I think essentially now that I'm done with the international pageant, mm. I would say that, you know, things are definitely difficult more difficult and it's very different this year so Mm. with my beauty with a purpose project we really couldn't start anything for a long time as well we had big plans to work with companies this year to sell the jewelry and stuff Mm. but because of the whole mco period we weren't able to do that anymore and you know Mm. it's understandable because companies also pull out yeah you know you know so I think what I hope to achieve this year or before I pass on my crown mm-hmm. is to, number one, uh, create whatever I wanted to, to do mm-hmm. in uh, the start of the year, which is to have a charity gala mm-hmm. uh, before I, I pass on my crown, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, I want to find a great candidate for, to, to become the next queen. Ooh. Yeah. So for us, um, last year was the first time that we've officially won beauty with a purpose mm. so what we want to do this year instead of being the the, the top 10 mm-hmm. we want to really essentially be the, the first one you know mm-hmm. like be number one so we're trying to find a, a girl that has a lot of potential wow. and that can carry the title with pride we can do this yeah yes. we can do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so mm. i think essentially that's what my goals are for mm. for this year leading up like and of course career wise it's just um i hope to pursue my acting career further and stuff like that but that's just like my personal thing on this side mm. yeah 
Yeah. All right, and that's a wrap, everyone. So, like what Alexis mentioned, it may be a tough ride, but I'm sure it'll be worth it in the end. Thank you, Alexis, for Thank joining you. us today. Thank you so much. It was so lovely getting to know you and learning about your experiences, especially about the you know behind the scenes of the beauty pageant industry. Mm-hmm. And I feel that Rachel and I mm-hmm. uh, understand more about beauty pageants now. Yeah. And I feel like it's not just about the beauty, but definitely about the purpose itself for mm-hmm. sure and i hope that our listeners out there would be as intentional and courageous as you in whatever they do in their lives yes um thank you so much alexis for shedding light on the purpose and the mission of beauty pageants the way i see it, it can be an excellent way of raising awareness on mm. the society issues because yeah. you know you have such a big platform you have the center stage you're yeah. being heard mm-hmm. yeah and beauty queens should be celebrated not only for their beauty but their intelligence confidence elegance and charity yeah wow i can use it as a q a for the next week <laughs> <laughs> um, i'll ask rachel to repeat She's that yes, for you later. Later. <laughs> I'll, I'll plagiarize a little bit from you <laughs> and uh, before you go alexis uh, can you please let our audience know where they can find you on your social media mm-hmm so I'm mostly on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Uh, Alexis Suen. A-L-E-X-I-S-S-U-E-A-N-N. So mm. yes. Okay. So thanks again, Alexis. And thank you. Yes, you who is listening to us right now. Yes. If you like what you hear so far, do subscribe to our Spotify. It's called Sub Influencers as we will be updating it every two weeks. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at RTV Malaysia for more updates about our podcast. Talk to you guys real soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.